The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. I'm here with Hannah Elkin. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, by the way, your session sounded amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited for everyone who's listening to hear that very shortly. Um, but how did the music thing start for you? Yeah, so I actually um, studied classical singing at university, Leeds University. Um, was looking at going into sort of opera, opera singing. Oh, wow. Um, and then... Yeah, got to the end of my degree and went, nope, I don't want to do that. I want to write my own music. I'm really <laughs> glad you didn't go into it. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, it's definitely a good foundation, I think, for getting me into it. But I started learning piano at uni and a way of um, sort of keeping myself going was by learning to write my own songs because I got bored learning pieces on piano. And it just kind of came from there, really. And what is it that inspires you to write your songs? Like, what kind of thing make it tick? Um... I don't know. I just find I, I always get like a little hook stuck in my head. I'll be sat doing something, something like, "Oh, that's catchy." But and where then, does that come from? I don't know. Probably my mum also is musical, so I think ah, it okay. might just be a thing through the family that we're just a bit Genetic. strange like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're like <laughs> constantly singing little things to ourselves. That's quite cool. Um, yeah, and I think that's just where it came from. And then you just end up sitting down writing a song, going, "Great, I don't know if it's any good, but we'll put it out and see what people think." So, what comes first, the melody or the lyrics? Uh, melody for me, mostly. Okay. And then I'll sit and go, what What does this feel like? Or I'll have a topic in mind, but I yeah. find it's quite hard to find words for things. Classic with musician mode, so I'll go and do the music first to kind of get that feel and then put the lyrics in afterwards. Cool. And you've got a brand new single coming out. Yes. Exciting. Um, which is going to be amazing. Um, it's called Cloud Nine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and right. what's that about? Um, it's just a nice, happy song about love. Because I think it's really easy to write sad songs, yeah. um, and quite hard to just write a song that's like this is nice and actually I'm I'm happy and this is a love song. So that why is all it is. Why do you think that is? Um, I think maybe just as humans we draw a lot on our our sort of sad emotions. It's easy to draw from that and go oh I can write a, a beautiful ballad at a piano, but to write something that's upbeat um, and just joyful is quite difficult and also maybe feels a bit cheesy <laughs> to me like, like a song called cloud nine feels cheesy yeah but sometimes you just gotta bring the cheese i think we need it <laughs> sprinkle it on everything <laughs> so how long has this single been in the making for because this is the third one mm, yes yeah so i wrote the song uh towards the end of last year okay and then um literally yeah just jumped into the studio and finished it sort of around January time. Nice. So it's quite quick. Well, it's really fresh then. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of went, I love this. I just want to get it out. Nice. I think sometimes you overthink things too much. So you've just got to chuck it out and let it be just what it is. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to do at the moment is learning. Because otherwise you'll just spend, you could spend years perfecting a song. And it might not be any better than it was in the first place. So Yeah, true. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying at the moment. We'll see what happens. What is it about the song that tells you that this is the one? Um, it just feels like it's quite throwback. It actually reminds me a lot of music that my mum um, listened to when I was younger. So it's kind of got that, I don't know, like 90s R&B kind of feel. Your mum listened to 90s R&B when you were growing up? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I wish my mum listened to 90s R&B oh, when I was growing up. She's really annoying. <laughs> she's got quite cool taste in music. <laughs> so um, that's been lucky, though. Hopefully some of it's rubbed off of me, but also a lot of other cheesy music has rubbed okay. off of me. Um, but, yeah, I think that's why I like it. It just feels like something I would have listened to when I was younger, growing up around and just been like, oh, I love this song. It just is nice. A nice song. <laughs> mm. 
Sessions with Emma Joyce. We're quite early on in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, have we got plans for the year musically? Yeah, yeah. So, um, hoping to release four singles over the rest of this year. So wow. This okay. first. No pressure. Yeah, I, I just think sometimes you've got to set yourself a big, big goal. And um, currently I'm on track, I think. Yeah. So, it should happen. If it doesn't, I'm not going to punish myself, but I'd like to try. Um, and also, I've just got a full band together. So, so cool. Yeah, really great. And we're aiming to do one gig a month um, just to sort of build on that and just get my live stuff as good as possible. So what does this full band consist of? Yeah, so it's bass, guitar, drums, uh, keys, and two backing singers as well. Wow, so big band. Yeah, huge. And how did you meet everyone? Um, I got really lucky. Um, so... <laughs> Connor, who was playing guitar with me, yeah. um, it's actually my boyfriend. So I dragged him into it. Um, he plays bass in the band. And um, it's kind of mutual friends of ours that 
uh, Tom is a friend of Connor's who's a great drummer. Harry is a mutual friend of ours who plays keys. Um, Elliot is a guitarist I've worked with for ages. And then the backing singers uh, are actually two of my friends who I kind of, not forced to sing with me, but one of my friends was saying for ages, Jess, she's saying, oh, I I really want to sing again. So I was like, well, come sing with me. Yeah, and before she knew it, she's up on stage with me. So, <laughs> yeah, I just encourage everyone, like, come do it. Just join. <laughs> see what happens. Is this because you've got some gigs booked and you're looking to use them as a deadline and have, like, have this in mind? or? Yeah, kind of. I have got some, some stuff coming up. Um, got a gig coming up at the O2 Islington supporting a guy called Nick Corbin oh, cool. uh, in April. and He's amazing. Um, but also just, I think... You have to each year try and set yourself some goals that feel achievable. And for me, it just felt like with where my music's going, I needed that full band behind me now. Um, That's for the sound. Yeah, yeah. And I've done a lot of the solo stuff. And I just feel like now's the time to just really just jump in and have fun with it as well. Because yeah, I think absolutely. people forget to do that. <laughs> they get, you get so wrapped up in it. And I've done that. I'm definitely guilty of it. So this time I just went, oh, let's just get loads of friends and get up on stage and just have fun with it. Um, is the idea that you're sort of dotting and out between acoustically and the full band? Or? Yeah, I'd like to, just to to keep myself going as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and also I can't have a full band at every gig because <laughs> venues vary. Can you imagine in here having a full band? Yeah, I reckon we could fit them in. We'd find room. <laughs> We'd make it happen. <laughs> Amazing. I'd like to see the full drum kit as well. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's pretty good. He can work with pretty much anything. He'll, <laughs> he'll turn something into a kit. So I'm just thinking, because um, it really has been like less than a year since mm. you first started releasing music. Um, how scary was that for you? Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it felt like a long time coming in a way that by the time I released, it was like, finally, something's coming out. Yeah. Um, but then it is that part where you go, oh, but what if no one likes it? <laughs> and what have I just put out there? Um, but I think I was quite happy with it because I'd taken the time before releasing anything, really. So I yeah. knew by that point, at least I loved it. And hopefully other people would too. And to find your sound. Yeah. Did, did that take a while? Because they always say, mm. before you start doing anything, like, find your sound. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I actually think that's just something that constantly changes. Yeah. Um, because even when I'm like, yeah, I found my sound, then I'll write something else that I'm like oh does that sound like something I would put out <laughs> um so I think there's a there's definitely like having your sound but you can always grow on that and change and not be afraid to put out something a bit different occasionally and only you can decide that yeah yeah and I think that's the beauty of where I'm at as well as I can just put things out yeah. and see how people react to it um that's kind of the nice the nice stage of where I'm at with things I guess so I can just experiment Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about inspirations because we chatted about this for fair yes. a little bit. Um, and what we tend to do is um, we naturally like to um, dig around online before we have an artist come into the studio mm-hmm. um, and hear their music, um, which sounds amazing. And um, everyone can check out on Spotify. I will give you a chance to plug at the end. But you also said that Leanne Havas and Jessie Ware are quite big um, inspirations mm. of yours, um, which you can totally tell. Um, was that like a conscious thing? Um, I guess yes and no. I listen to their music all the time, so I guess it was going to get in there somehow. Yeah. Um, but I didn't purposely sit down and think I must sound like these artists. <laughs> I think it was just the music I love. Yeah. Um, particularly, yeah, I, they're just also phenomenal singers, and that's something I think because I am a singer. That's just the thing I love. I love yeah. listening to voices, and so for me, they just they have exceptional voices. Um, 
which is the thing I think in my music I always want to be the most important thing is the actual singing behind it, which is why I, I get backing vocals on and just yeah. make it as much as I can. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I love both of them. I think Jessie Ware actually comes from a classical background as well. So I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Because I was kind of like, oh, maybe we've been on a similar kind of... Similar journey. road. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. So if you had um, like a top five artist, mm. um, not necessarily in order. Oh, gosh. Um, but five artists that you would say were your all-time favourite. Okay. Who would they be? Well, we've got our two. Yeah, yep. I have us, Jesse Ware. Matt Corby. Okay. I love him. Uh, what does he sound like? I've never heard of him. He's uh, Australian. Okay. He's basically, he's probably like Leanne Le Havas, but male form. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, who else? I love Ariana Grande. Yeah. I, I love her. She's got a stunning voice. She's Yeah, yeah. I mean, exceptional vocals. Um, who else? I don't know. I, I think I have quite a big mix of stuff that I like listening That's to. Okay. I quite like Tom Mish stuff. Yeah. Um just because there's so much musicality in there yeah. that I'm like, wow, that's a lot to look up to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's probably, that'll be my five at the moment, but it changes a lot. Yeah. Okay, so um, your song, After the Midnight. Yes. What's it about? Um, it's, <laughs> I mean, the concept of it's a bit strange. It's more a concept song, I'd say. Um, it's kind of about that love for someone who doesn't, return it and you know how do I explain this it's difficult I feel like it's more I've um, watched friends in a situation where someone's been kind of leading them on and they've said like uh, it's like after midnight I know you'll leave me lonely um, but I know you always told me like that person always said I, d I don't want to be committed to this yeah. thing and then they drift off and someone's kind of like hoping that at some point it's going to become more. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's that's very loose in the lyrics. <laughs> um, but that is kind of the concept behind it. I try not to go too personal with stuff um, because I quite like people to interpret it as to how they like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the kind of the idea behind it. Lately, I've been dreaming I'll see you again. Anticipation till you reappear, but you come and go, casting midnight shadows, and I'll bear you away like an echo. Your voice calls out to me, pray won't let you fade away after the
There's a lot going on at the moment um, in the world about um, musicians and mental health mm-hmm. um, and social media. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, generally speaking, the way it's going at the moment is people are more kind of um, forthcoming on Instagram and more active on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I was just going to ask, like, how do you find it? Um, and like, what's what's your secret in terms of keeping that going? Yeah, I think um, actually just having people around you that keep you very grounded. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just really lucky. I've got really nice support network around me, and if things are too much, I just come off it. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to know. Um, I tr- I would like to say I try to be actively less on Instagram and yeah. social media, but it's hard. So, I feel like first thing in the morning, I probably I'm just scrolling through, looking at people's lives. Yeah. Um, I've recently stopped following other artists that I, were, I was looking at and going, oh, why did they get to do that? And why, why am I not doing that? Because yeah. I was like, why am I doing that? I should only be looking at people supporting them. Um, so I just unfollowed those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow some really nice, fun accounts. There's a guy called Jeffrey Walker, I want to say. Oh, yeah. um, and basically it's an elderly couple and oh. they just, they do little stories of them cooking together in so their cute. life. Um, I think just finding the things that keep, that keep that positive going for you yeah. um and again if it if it gets too much just come up step away and go yeah. and talk to people because yeah talking to people face to face is so much better than just being in the internet all the time absolutely do you feel like there's pressure on there in terms of you promoting yourself and your music yeah definitely um because people are always saying you need to be active online and i find it really hard because i'm not big on it it's something I have to very consciously be like, I need to go and promote this on social yeah. media, um, which I think I'm getting better at. But 
yeah, there's definitely a lot of pressure because everyone's always saying, well, that's how you need to do it and that's how you're going to be discovered. Yeah. Um, I think to some extent, yes, but also if you're out there and gigging and stuff, people are going to see that too. So yeah. you've just got to find the thing that works for you and stay true to what to who you are. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> um, and before you go on stage at a gig, do mm. you have any like pre-gig must-dos? No, just telling myself to go and have some fun okay. is the thing that I'm trying to do this year because you could sit and worry about it, but if, you've just got to get up there. Yeah. Because if you fear about what might happen... You'll never do it. Is that so. because you worried before? Um, I don't know. I just think, like, le- recently, actually, at a gig we had, uh, we got on the first song, the amp for the guitar and the keys cut out for the, in the first song within, like, the first 20 seconds. Oh, I know. And I was on stage and I was just like, what do we do? Do we stop? Do we keep going? We kept going. And it came back on <laughs> in like, the second <laughs> verse. And I just thought... Oh, that, now I'm really relaxed. Like that is the worst that could happen. Yeah, and no one noticed. I came off and I was going to everyone. Oh, did you hear that? And they're like, No, we just thought that was what was meant to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's realizing, and also that's also the, the beauty of being a sort of independent artist and being in the emerging phase is that people don't know your tracks really yeah, already. Exactly. So they're like, Oh, that was cool. <laughs> Liked how it went stripped back, and you're like, Yeah, that wasn't meant to happen, but we're gonna <laughs> roll with it. That's uh, that was intentional. <laughs> but surely, like, if you chill out, then your audience chills out too. And yeah, then you kind of feed off each other. Yeah, exactly. And if you're having fun, everyone else is having fun, and you yeah, can too. definitely tell when someone's up there feeling nervous and there's nothing worse than just being like, Please just enjoy it because yeah, I want to sure. enjoy it too. Um, and I think the realization is that people aren't coming to to drag you down they're coming to support you yeah and they're there because they like your music yeah so just give it your all and actually if people don't like it that's that's fine as well they just won't listen to it later on (laughs) (laughs) um final question then Mm -hmm. um you are playing a gig with your full band Mm -hmm. um it's a dream gig and it can be at any venue that you like with whoever you like oh big question sorry that is a big question (laughs) Um, I mean, I would love to play, I'd love to sing with Ariana Grande, just because okay. her, she just released her live album and mm. it is just next level. Um, I have to say I'd love to play Glastonbury. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, aim high. Yeah. Glastonbury with Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I mean, anyone I say is going to be huge, so you've got to aim high, haven't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. <laughs> I will look out for that 100% <laughs> in the near future. Um, and if people want to... Oh, a big reminder about a new single mm-hmm. coming up really soon. Yeah. Um, if people want to go and find out more about you and listen to that single, where can they go? What can they do? Yeah, so I'm mostly probably on Instagram. So it's at Hannah Rockins Music. Um, my Facebook's also... I think all of it's Hannah Rockins Music. I think Twitter is Hannah L. Elkins because they didn't have enough room to put the whole word Hannah Elkins music in oh, one. Okay. But uh, either way, go into Google, put in Hannah Elkins. And it's Elkins I'm gonna with be an E. Like, yeah, E-L-K-I-N-S. Cool. And uh, yeah, that should be, and I'm on Spotify and stuff. So yeah, you should be able to find me. Amazing. Yeah. Super excited for the new music. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me.
Stars and constellations form never ending And in our dreams we dream about the life we'll be living And we believe the future's ours to hold just beginning The moon and the stars light to guide the way home And gravity won't pull us we will escape into our universe. We will cascade the stars with our little spurs. And you and I, you and I, you and I, you and I, we will They say we only live for the moment They say the way we act is so they'll notice But we don't care about them This energy we hold is explosive They better wash their backs, we are corrosive The moon and the stars light to guide you won't pull us We will escape Into our universe We will cascade The stars will all intersperse And you and I, you and I, you and I You and I We will escape Take that away from us Take what they can But they can strip away our love Hopelessly pray that someday